0: All sorts of crap happens and they're terrible, but having processes around these kinds of things are very important, then you're ready. Because if you're afraid of nothing, you can do anything. And many people don't get into something because of fear of what might happen. And maybe I'm gonna get COVID, maybe this is gonna happen. And if you're paralyzed by that fear, nothing will happen in your life and you'll be exactly where you are, if not even worse.
1: Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your JOB with passive cash flow for life.
0: Hey
1: everyone, welcome back to
0: Big Fat Real Estate Checks. I am the host, Marco Kozlowski. I'm excited to share with you part two of what to do when a manager goes awry, being proactive and reactive. Uh, Hopefully you've listened to the last episode. And also, of course, if you love this series, please uh, leave a comment, uh, give us a great review, and share this uh, with your community. We want to help as many humans as possible achieve financial independence using cash flow real estate as the vehicle. And if you do this correctly, you only need knowledge, you don't need money or credit to buy as many cash flowing assets as possible to not only supplement and replace but surpass the current income that you have. And all three of us have accomplished that over the last many years. Been doing this for two decades and a little bit more. And I'm joined today with Gabriel Araish from Montreal and Frank Galuccio from Toronto. And today we're gonna do the second episode, the second step of what to do when your manager is losing their mind. And we have some stories around that. So Frank, why don't you start us off? Uh, I believe uh, you were on a jam session not too long ago. For those of you that do not know what a jam session is, those that follow me that are in uh, my uh, programs, every Wednesday evening we do a jam session where we uh, communicate with our followers. They ask us questions live and we try to help them uh, at least once a week in a group format. So they, they get some really great information and everyone can benefit from the knowledge of what's being discussed that night so Frank I know something came up and it was shocking I was shocked by it so why don't you set the scene a little bit and tell us what happened
2: well thanks guys for having me on yeah we had a jam session like you said and it was very scary when I was listening to this story so basically it was it was a student that acquired this property so just a full disclaimer here they acquired the property before they went through uh, Marco your teachings and and we still like to assist wherever we can And she was articulating the story and she was saying, you know, I have I forgot what it was, a a threeplex, a a triplex. I'm not going to say the state or anything or the city, but she had a triplex. She hasn't heard back from her manager for uh, basically since I think February, March, when this whole pandemic started. And so she hasn't gotten the communication. She sent emails, phone calls and the whole kicker was uh, like okay well i hope hopefully he's okay like first thing is like maybe the guys you know uh, something happened to him and we don't wish that upon anyone but i go is there someone else that you can phone or is there you know a family member whatever and she goes no i just have their phone number and i go are you getting paid at least maybe the tenants you can phone the tenants. she goes well that's the funny thing i'm not getting paid even for the rent And i was like hold on let's 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 put the pause uh, button over here and I said, so you can't get a hold of your manager. You tried, you know, every si- every communication method, including you know, smoke signals and sending pigeons or whatever. You got no response, and you're not even getting paid by your tenants. That's a scary situation to be because this particular individual is in Australia, so they're not even in America for that matter. They're in Australia. The property is in the U.S. Frank, um, how many months is that? Because you're saying
0: since the pandemic, but if I'm listening to this. I mean, you know, everything's solved and, you know, is that one month, is that two months, is three months? How many months have they not been doing anything? Which to me is shocking. After 30 days, I go bananas. After two months, I would most likely, uh, you know, ask you for a name or a number where I can send over uh, Uncle Vinny to go see what's going on. Uncle, how, many, Uncle uh, Fry. how many months has it been? It,
2: it was, it was she, I, I, if I recall correctly, it was nine months. Yeah, nine uh, or 10 so months. Nine, nine,
0: nine months nine and months two, nine. Full,
3: nine full cycle of gestation over a year yeah
2: nine you could have a that's child in yeah. nine months yeah that's that's three quarters too long <laughs> in my opinion and she didn't know what to do so she just figured let me keep doing the same thing over and over and trying to get a hold of this guy or gal I don't, I didn't ask what the sex was but still I was like so this is all you're doing this was your efforts and because she didn't know what to do so obviously we offered her some suggestions mm-hmm. but uh, and we'll go through those but just you know, if you go a month without communication or without payment on, on your on with with your tenants, you should have your tenant con- on confirmation. I mean, uh, contact information as well. And if you can't get a hold of your tenants and you can't get a hold of your manager, you got to get someone out there. It doesn't have to necessarily be her. She doesn't have to go out there. She's not going to fly from Australia. I don't even know if she can, anyways. But even if she had the capabilities of flying over, you can get other people to do it for you. That's the purpose. And we went through, you know, at least three people that you can send out there. One of them is you can send uh, an inspector. And I had to do this recently with one of my properties because I couldn't fly. You can send an inspector. It's not a full-fledged residential inspector, but you you say, listen, I don't need a full inspection. I need to do uh, a residence check and to go check out the property, make sure that the property is still standing and in good shape for that matter. So they can go out there, a hundred bucks, $75. They can go out there, it takes them an hour. They look at everything. They can give you videos. They can give you drone shots. They can give you pictures and they give you ultimately an update on what's going on. So that's just one thing that they can do. And Another that we mentioned is you can get what's uh, process servers. So if you're familiar with process servers, typically process servers uh, serve legal documents. But you can also, to do, you can also use them to do uh, residential checks, residency checks they're called. And they usually charge about $40. bucks. they are a lot cheaper. But they're not property inspectors, so they won't go inside and you know take a look at you know if, if the property is in good shape or take pictures if, uh, yeah. if it's falling apart or videos or whatever. They'll just go there, confirm that the tenants are there. They'll get the information, and say, hey, you need to contact X, X, Y, and Z. So a lot cheaper, but you're getting you're just verifying that uh, who's there, and then you can get um, PI third a one? private uh, investigator. PI, private investigator to go out as well uh, to see. If the tenants are in there, obviously they're not uh, property inspectors, but the private investigator will check and locate your manager, talk to the tenants, get their information and then report back to you on, on a report. Say, hey, I need to know who's in there, who's not in there, uh, who's paying, when the last check was. So they'll gather a little bit more information than a process server will, but you can use any of those three. And a PI you know, would run about a hundred bucks an hour anyways. I have one
0: more option, which is getting uh, another property manager in, just like we would before we buy a property. I would call three local property management companies, say we're in the middle of shifting our our focus. In fact, our property manager disappeared. We have no idea where they are and we absolutely have to find another property management team. Would you like to help us with this? And we're going to ask a few property management companies and the one that helps us out the most is going to get the, the gig and have them compete for the business as well, which would at the end of the day, cost you nothing. I like the either the inspector because you would really get a, a good rundown of what's going on with the building, but at the end of the day, you really need to figure out what the hell's going on with these leases, what the tenants are doing, and get a handle of exactly what's going on, and someone to really handle that business because a property manager would actually have the ability to do something if we do hire them. They would be able to figure out evictions, collections of rent, condition of building and have different folks that would be able to fix the property, give us estimates as to what's going on, multiple estimates, and really get a good landscape as to what's going on with the property. Because nine months, eight months, seven months, even two months is just a terrible amount of time to wait for absolutely nothing to happen. It's just bananas. Bananas!
3: And had they, you know, obviously this was like like Frank had said, this was a property that was purchased, you know, without following... The, our processes here but the property managers generally if, if you've listened to prior podcasts you know that you have to at least have three that are willing and able to manage the property so These are names that you already have handy that if something like this does happen, you already have that in your file. Hey, I got to call these two other property managers while still looking for others or even an inspector, maybe do both because an inspector will be able to tell you what's wrong with the property, especially after this long, like nine or 10 months. I mean, I I just want to know that the building is still standing first and foremost. And, you know, are there still tenants there? And if there are, who have they been paying if, you know, or have they been paying anyone? But. Maybe we should start taking a look at like why this happened. Like, what are Because this is the result of multiple symptoms, right? And these symptoms are are one: the process wasn't followed when hiring the manager. That's one. Number two, there's uh, if you don't have constant communication with your manager, so you don't have. in the prior podcast, the one you know, just prior to this, where we've discussed how to manage the manager. These are all steps and controls that are put in place so that this type of thing uh, I won't say can't happen because anything can happen but it's going to mitigate the risk significantly like at 99% of that like I, I would never expect any of my managers following the processes we follow now to disappear and I think that if I don't hear from them you know in even within 14 days because I have a process of calling them every two weeks or, or, or at least you know texting them every, every, every now and then just to see how things are going and we'd catch that right away. So I think that the fact that this was let go for eight, nine, 10 months is also a disservice that the student did to themselves. Now, just full full disclosure too, the student is, you know, they've taken responsibility or full responsibility for their actions and want to rectify this, this is great because uh, it's an extremely Good learning experience for them and for you guys now, because uh, w- without the story, well, this there there is no part two to this podcast. But these are things that that you need to learn from, and and if the process is done correctly, when you start managing the manager, if you have your controls in place, if you have your systems in place, and that you follow them, this type of situation should not happen.
2: But you know what, some things are. Unpreventable. So this one was obviously preventable or not even preventable. She could have react uh, a lot quicker. Sure. Uh, but there's. listen, I had a situation too. Uh, this year alone, Marco, I think you recall when I called you, I was having heart pulsations. This is on one of my properties where the manager, and no fault of his own, fell ill. And I didn't know about it. I can't wait 14 days. I would have had an empty, pro- I would have had, you know, tenants in a property or guests in a property for 14 days. That's 14 days too long without someone driving the ship or whatever you want to call it. But that is so some situations are out of your control. That was definitely out of my control where the manager fell sick, severely sick, where he was in uh, ICU, intensive care unit. And uh, again, I'm in Toronto. So and this was a property down in Florida that I have. And I had to act quickly to get someone in there immediately but not only get someone in there and this is what i literally learned not only get someone in there so uh, but to know your 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 processes and, and your and your um, your steps your daily operation steps so that's what woke me up and literally for what three days or four days i had no sleep because i was trying to train a housekeeper actually on how to operate a hotel <laughs> which is from scratch. So this is from, you know, simple things from taking credit cards to the housekeeping, they obviously knew because they were doing housekeeping, but to checking in orders and things like that. So I realized I needed a procedure manual, an operating manual. So I literally made videos after videos after videos for four days in a row. Came up with a kick-ass procedures operation manual that now if something like that were to happen, I can plug in someone off the street because I have these, Clear videos on step by step to do everything: how to cancel, how to request, how to do this. What happens when you have, you know, they leave um, personal uh, uh, items left over? What do you do with them? So I, I did it down to a T. It's about sixty pages long and a lot of links to videos. So being proactive, that made me be a little bit more proactive. In uh, and we're looking at all our properties. Like, what happens if the manager leaves? What do we have in place? Can we, can someone come in immediately and step into their shoes? And that's what you need to have.
0: In a hotel, it's 14 days is like 14 months because every every month managers do something and there's a lot going on during that month. But in a hotel, each guest comes and goes and you can't have the hotel down for 14 days. It's just, it'll bad things will happen. And again, there's always something good for something bad. So through that, you created process manuals, procedures, and you were now more clear as to what has to happen and what doesn't have to happen as people are trained. So it created the opportunity to create process around it so you're no longer scared if this were to happen again. So a lot of things can happen in all, in all walks of life, right? No matter what you do, every day there's shits, shit happens. And you can either look at it, oh my gosh, there's a problem, it, the world is over, or well, what can we learn from this and how can we make sure that when this happens it never happens again and what are the structures or procedures around it where we can handle a 911 and that's called growth. So Frank has the perfect attitude towards that versus oh my gosh the sky is falling you know I'm going to die. You did what it took to get to the perfect result which is a quick replacement that's well trained. And same thing here you know letting things fester for a very long period of time putting your head in the sand with your ass up in the air is not going to fix anything. And had the, the, the student come to us a lot sooner, we would have been able to be a lot more proactive and create systems and processes around it because we have quite a few already that we could have empowered her with. And the longer you wait, the worse it gets. And you have to be very, very careful. These issues are actually opportunities to shine. And I'm excited for us to know about it, figure out what the problems are, and then find solutions around it. That, that excites us. At least it does for me. It does. I'm not going to lie.
2: When that happened, Marco, yes, the first thing is you panic Mm -hmm. because you're not there, right? You panic. So I went through my panic stage and my my crying and sucking my thumb for a little bit. And then I go, what am I going to do? Oh my goodness. Do I shut it down? So many things went through my head and you have options. Yes, you could temporarily shut it down, but it's costing you money. But yeah, having that process in in, in place, if it were to happen again, I'll be ready for it. And, And that's the whole point learn from, you know, our, our experiences and our, you know, uh, tribulations, Michael. Well, you, you don't even
0: need to be there. So, you know, you might be listening and thinking, well, shit, if I was there, this wouldn't happen, but it's better if you're not there. So if you have systems and processes in place where you never have to be there, isn't that more powerful than you running to the rescue? That actually enables the problem. If you're always there when there's a problem, guess what? There are going to be problems all the time. There's a process problem if you're having to be there all the time. So a more powerful solution is have processes where if something bad were to happen and it's going to happen you know we've had tornadoes hurricanes earthquakes i've had buildings burned down you know all sorts of i've had a uh, pizza for falling <laughs> Fridges is falling from you know from one level to another and hitting someone's foot a pizza delivery guy actually falling two stories from a, a balcony that wasn't put in properly and actually fell down two stories like crunch 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 and he was fine he just shot himself it was it was terrible but it really scared the shit out of him literally and that was you know a terrible situation for him to be in and all those things that happen are or forgive my uh, my backpedaling here but you know frank had you know old lady stabbing another old man i think a 75 year old lady stabbed a 73 old man over you know affairs of love someone cleaning their gun and shooting themselves all sorts of crap happens and yeah they're terrible but having processes around these kinds of things are very important, then you're ready. Because if you're afraid of nothing, you can do anything. And many people don't get into something because of fear of what might happen. And maybe I won't go outside today because I might get hit by a car. Maybe I stop breathing because maybe there's toxins in the air. Maybe I'm going to get COVID. Maybe this is going to happen. And if you're paralyzed by that fear, nothing will happen in your life. And you'll be exactly where you are if not even worse. Because if you don't change or make adjustments or grow as you go through life, things are gonna happen around you that you won't be able to adapt to and you'll actually be in a worse position than you are now. Because nothing stays the same. If you look at the world five years ago versus the world today, it's not the same. And if you haven't adapted or changed along with that, you're in trouble, big
2: trouble. Yeah, no, well said, no.
0: I think that's that. Yeah. So be proactive. Don't be afraid to, you know, handle things as they as they happen. There's always a solution. And in fact, not just one solution, but many solutions to every problem and enjoy it. Enjoy, the, enjoy that journey uh, through 21 years. The reason I'm able to mentor others is because of all the problems that I've survived. If I didn't know the problems, I wouldn't be able to navigate through the good, the bad and the ugly. Even recently, Frank, I said, Frank, this is gonna happen when you do this interview. And it happened. I, I and he was like, "Shit, this actually happened. We can actually talk about that on another on another episode." But the the guy was trying to claim residency, and I said, "If you do this, he's going to do that," and he actually did. But it's another story for another
3: time. You
2: called it. You called it. That's yeah, right. I and remember. I did. I did.
3: Yeah. I guess we do. do we want to summarize here? To we you know just yes. Have go a, ahead. Have Gabe, a, have summarize a, it you know, have a process in place, implement your, 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 systems and your controls and follow them to the T. And if you keep following up and, and you follow on that system, you're going to avoid most issues with other humans. And just like Frank did, if you're able to create this process and make it as simple as possible, then, you know, as much as we love the humans that work with us, if they decide that they're taken off or they're going to disappear or whatnot, you have to be able to create a kind of a plug and play type of situation. So the, the more prepared you are, the easier it's going to be to transition from one person to another.
0: Very well said. Well, gentlemen, I think we smashed that. If you're a listener, I hope you loved it. I can't wait for the next episode. Listen in content, content, content. That's what we're about. If you love this, share it and subscribe and I'm looking forward to the next episode. Thanks gentlemen and thank you listener. I can't do this without you. Appreciate you.
1: If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to GetDealsByTuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals By Tuesday, even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night. This course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode.